Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring, your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. Dalton, how are you doing this week? Oh man, I'm doing good. It's uh, been hell, uh, hell on wheels at work, but I'm happy that I've got to do two podcasts with you this week so far. I'm just, I'm happy anytime I get to talk to you. It's, it's been, it's, it's a good time. Hopefully, it, it'll be good tonight. Uh, you because dork. With me? Why the fuck am I a dork? Because <laughs> you're being nice, and I don't know how to handle feelings. Oh, uh, that's fair. That's why. So, no, this should be we. we this was is a good week. Uh, this should be a good show. It is going to be a big show. So, fair warning. Um, before we launch into obviously talking about WrestleMania, we got a few news. Uh, news bits that are big enough to talk about well really just it's one news thing and a couple announcements for the rest of the weekend uh but it is big enough that it deserves to be talked about this week along with the wrestlemania preview we're going to be talking about nxt stand and deliver and then on friday is the roh Supercard of honor we're going to talk about that as well and depending on how long we go we've been getting a ton of images and announcements I don't less announcements, I think, and more just like first looks at stuff. Uh, yeah, from, we got a bunch of reveals from Access, from WrestleMania Access, uh, for that Ringside Collectibles has been posting. So a bunch of new figure news. So very very exciting week. But we got a little bit of ring setup to do before we jump into that. First and foremost, we're starting off this week like we're going to start off every week. We've been starting off the week, and that is with the power of positivity, uh, where. The internet is a very toxic place. Social media can be a very toxic place. So we take a brief moment to say something positive, put some positivity out there, uh, because the world needs more positivity. And mine for this week is going to Marco Stud. Marco is a... You just recoiled for it. I don't know that why. Was, that was also mine. Oh, was it really? I have a backup, because um, I was like, some somehow we both end up with the same one every week. I know why. Well, I know why. It's because so this past Saturday was CCW March Malice. And for those of you who aren't local who don't know, Marco Stunt has been wrestling with CCW for five years at this Almost point. Almost five. We, Me and Marco had a long conversation about how long we've known each other. Yeah. So coming up on five years, uh, he's now currently one of the um, vice presidents of the company, like legit. So he's someone that we are very close to and we have been close to. Uh, he announced on Saturday to the CCW crowd before the news broke over the week by Fightful that he will uh, not continue with AEW when his contract ex- uh, expires here in about a month or two. So, but Marco is someone who is super nice. He's always been so cool with us, so cool to us, uh, and and he is someone who is also supremely talented. I know people kind of write him off and it's weird it's weird seeing someone that you actually like know as a person be talked about on the internet and that just like desire to just be like listen here motherfucker yeah Uh, because like i have a lot of just marco stories in ring stuff because whenever i started training like four years ago four or five years ago like marco was very it's whenever he had the broken leg but he like would show up to shows early and just work with like me and trendle like just kind of honing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those, like I will not say that I was trained by Marco at all. Like far, like that is not the case. He will not take credit for me and that's perfectly fine. But <laughs> like he, um, 
he was very helpful in like my early development as a wrestler. And there's a lot of things that like to this day I still do because it was shit that he like worked with me on. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's like, the kind of person that Marco is, is he's willing to help you and he's willing to, you know, take what, what he knows and share that. He's not someone that'll just be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Marco's awesome. He's also very talented. You know, if you've seen him do stuff in GCW and even some of the stuff he was able to do with AEW, uh, CCW knows we've, you know, match of the year with Jackson Crowley. He's super, super talented. He's a ton of fun to watch. And he's just a really great person. And I look yeah. forward to whatever is next with him. I am looking forward to what he's got planned for CCW along with, you know, Jason and Shannon and Remy and everybody. So, yeah. Uh, and I guess since uh, I'm going to pivot my uh, power, or pos- power of positivity, uh, I'm going to do it with Apron Work Podcast because uh, they let us on. We had a really fun uh, four hour recording session on their Twitch. Uh, it's very rare that I am cool with just meeting somebody and talking to them for four hours. But honestly, uh, Michael and Carlos felt like uh, old friends. Uh, and not saying because they're older than us. I literally just means like we. it felt like we knew them already. Yeah, it, it definitely was that kind of just like catching up with just people that you used yeah. to always talk wrestling with. And now you get to talk wrestling with a little bit. Um, yeah. Speaking of apron work podcast because of course yes absolutely Dalton is correct that was a blast on Monday we did do a super mega ultimate fantasy wrestling draft with the apron work podcast guys Michael and Carlos where the four of us drafted 12 no 24 24 two rounds of 12 we drafted 24 wrestlers from WWE AEW Impact New Japan GCW Independence what have you to create the best rosters that we could. And it was an absolute blast. Uh, the It's been broken into two parts. Uh, it will be on their podcast feed. So apron work podcast, look that up, whatever podcast services that you are after. And then it's also on their YouTube channel. Uh, both video, both videos, they, they took the stream down and, or they took the stream and posted it to YouTube as well. Uh, and their YouTube channel is the apron work podcast. Uh, that link will be in the description of this episode though. So Check that out. It was a blast. I think I am the clear winner, but that's just uh, because I'm smart. And uh, yeah, because I am the ultimate. I'm probably like the smartest person in wrestling. Uh, if I was a wrestler, I'd probably be the best wrestler in wrestling. You lost to me. I absolutely did not lose to you. I, I went back and looked at those final those final rosters and like. Michael and Carlos were close. You're distant fourth. Distant fourth. I definitely won. I, I mean as much disrespect to you as possible. And I know I have, we were doing the I power have, positivity. But I literally have God's favorite champion. You literally are spoiling your own stuff. And you're <laughs> a dick. So, But yeah, check them out. Carlos and Michael are awesome. Apron Work Podcast. See, that is called a seamless transition, Dalton. I am a professional. <laughs> and a dick. <laughs> I mean, also, like, it's it's possible to be more than one thing. I mean, you wouldn't know that because you're just a disappointment. But <laughs> I'm great. Um, last week, I mentioned a tease for a potential surprise for this week. That did not happen, oh. uh, unfortunately. So, fingers crossed it'll be next week. It really should be next week. If it's not, I'm going to be uh, not super thrilled. But 
So stay tuned to next week when we do the WrestleMania preview uh, review show Re- recap. Yeah. So yeah, the the WrestleMania recap. We're gonna have a neat little neat little thing for you, and I'm very excited about that. Um, and then the last bit of setup news is it is WrestleMania weekend. It is all weekend. There's a ton of different wrestling events down in Dallas, Texas, and the surrounding area with the collective. There's a bunch of wrestling just happening everywhere, including at Charleston. Uh, we talked about CCW with Marco Stunt on uh, earlier, but CCW has a show at the Charleston High School this Saturday night. Uh, it is going to be the CCW Lethal Lottery. I'm actually really, really excited for this show. I love this premise. Basically, the roster's name gets thrown into a bowl. Names are drawn at random. That Two names become tag team. There will be a series of tag team matches. Whoever wins the tag team matches gets put into a battle royal and the winner of that battle royal, which is, of course, a free-for-all battle royal, goes on to challenge Brandon Barbwire for the CCW Championship in the main event. So, I am excited to see what the teams are going to be. I'm excited to see who ends up winning that battle royal to take on Brandon, uh, because I feel like Brandon's going to have some frustrations to work out after losing to Mike Bennett and Rain Victoria uh, this past weekend. I, so, I'm not a fan of this at all, Asa. I don't care about. I don't. Me. I don't like this at all. What if I get paired with somebody I don't like? So anybody. Uh, that's no. That's who likes me. It's both. That's. It's, I mean, it's both. Don't act like it's not. So. But yeah, if you're in the area, come on down to Charleston, the high school, and check out some live wrestling WrestleMania weekend. Uh, that is it for the setup, and then into the news of the week. Uh, first off, real quick, going into the Hall of Fame, that is, fr- will you look up real quick, is it Friday? I believe it's Friday. It's usually the, I know it's usually the Friday before. But I think uh, they're sharing, they're sharing it with SmackDown. Like it's happening at the same time as SmackDown? Yeah, give me a second, WWE, Hall of Fame, just keep talking. Because I didn't think of that, because I forgot that SmackDown was also Friday, because I, because <laughs> I know they're putting things that are typically WrestleMania on SmackDown, which we're going to get to in a minute. But we have the newest inductees. We this have, year's ceremony will be held on April 1st, 2022, right after SmackDown. If you're wearing, wondering about exact time, start time for your reason, we got you covered, da-da-da. And then they went through the start time. So it's apparently happening right after. Right after SmackDown. Jesus okay. Christ, that's going to be a late night. That is going to be a late night. But uh, the Hall of Fame is usually, like, the, the speeches are usually pretty interesting, especially the inductions. And I, they got a couple new names going in we talked about this last week speculating if anyone else was going in or uh, and with the warrior ward as well and we got answers to both of those questions Uh, news broke that the steiner brothers rick and scott steiner are going to be inducted into the hall of fame as the steiner brother tag team which obviously one of the greatest tag teams of all time yeah there's there's no arguing that like they are easily in the district in in the discussion if not at the top of the list, there is this whole like this whole class of Hall of Fame uh, inductees. There is not a single one that I like wince at at all. No, like it's four. Is it four and then Shad? Uh, Shad Gaspard is receiving the Warrior the Warrior, Award. and then it's Taker, Charmel, Steiners, and Vader. I think that's it. All right, cool. Yeah, I am like this one. I am actually really happy with. We have, um, like, the headliner. That's obviously going to be Taker. Um, I am bummed out that we have two people being inducted. Um, 
post-death. Uh, one being a warrior award, which is something that is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I like getting to see the actual people accept the awards, but that's a, I mean, we're getting them. I'm happy that we're getting them. Um, yeah, the, I think this one is also sadder because Vader was pretty open about, about wanting to do it. Yeah. About wanting to be in and knowing that he didn't have a lot of time left, yeah. um, because of his health issues. So that, that also stings a little bit. And I, I, I 100% agree with you there, but yeah. And um, that is also the full, that is the full class of 2022 hall of fame. <laughs> Charmel getting in um i know that's the uh that's the coco beware spot that people are like really that's who's in she fucking deserves it um in the mid 2000 like mid to late 2000s one of the most like her and like vicky two of the most like well-known managers like memorable managers of that time mm-hmm. uh the queen Charmel thing was so fucking horrendous that like in the best way like she was so annoying in just all the best ways and i want you to know asa i do have a king booker elite and it does need a queen charmel so like yeah put her in there get her a legends contract let's make this woman an elite to put next <laughs> to king booker um but we we've talked about everybody minus the warrior award which i know we'll get to but asa there is a chance that tomorrow night after SmackDown, Scott Steiner is going to have a live microphone that has the WWE rap on it. And I need you to know, between the Chris Rock slap and just the, the, the podcast that we had, this might be the most entertained wor- like week that I've had in quite a while. Because that was that was out of nowhere. I have a feeling I know what I'm getting tomorrow, and I want all of it. Because Scott Steiner, Asa, is going to have a live microphone. And in the same building as Triple H. Because I... So, here's the thing. I still... I still... I, I'm, uh, I don't think it's as likely as I did originally. I think I have kind of softened on the, the inevitability of this happening. But I do think there is a greater than zero chance that Rick Steiner accepts Solo. I think that it is, I think that there is a possibility that Scott Steiner allowed, like, agreed to the Steiner brothers being inducted, but he didn't want anything to do with the ceremony. I, I have, that's, I'm not going off of rumors, I'm not going no, off no, of No, no, it's just. That is just a gut feeling that I have that I think could be possible. That well, said, I do, I, I, I 100% also think that he is willing to do this for Braun, for his nephew, for Rick's son. Yeah. And I think that is cool. I think that, obviously, like we said, it's great that they're going in. It's very, very well deserved. But the entertainment factor and the just absolute unpredictability of Scott Steiner with a live microphone with Triple H as kind of a captive audience member. Like, yeah. Um, it's the, oh, well, crap. I'm blanking on who it was, but it was just like the challenge of you just have to be nice. You, you don't say anything mean and you get, you, you get the prize, you get the thing you want. And they just, they can't control it. They just see <laughs> that person and just sees, just sees red. Um, and goes for the jugular. I am... You know, I don't want the worst to happen. I really don't. Because Scott Steiner is a... From all just known sources, is a crazy person. And I love it. And I want him to be crazy at the Hall of Fame. Because I feel like there's a time and place for it. Uh, best case scenario, he's on his best behavior. 
maybe he signs a legend contract and maybe I get some action figures out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'll let you know, I'm missing that. Yeah. I have a 90s shelf. I don't have Rick or Scott. That's a problem. Um, I feel like Rick is a lot more believable that we will get something of eventually because of Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need a Scott Steiner. I need I need the Michigan uh, Wolverines. I need that version. And I need Big Papa Pump. Uh, I was, hell, I, was I will ask. take I will take a 2002 to 2003 version. I just need Big Pop. I can put him in three different categories right here. <laughs> it can happen. I have an 80s one. I have a 90s one. And I have a, a early 2000s to uh, 2010. I have three different Scott Steiners you can put on there. I don't even need Tattoo Chest. I don't need that one. But I do need. I fought a lot of countries, Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm. Um. Like most of the internet, Asa, I'm a Scott Steiner historian, and uh, I believe Peak Steiner is 98 to 2002. Anyway, um, because we didn't know he was as crazy yet, and I feel like like if you know the calm before the storm, it makes it more special. Anyway, um, oh damn, I was... Uh, okay, that's best case scenario. Yeah. We get Scott Steiner's merch, he's in the fucking video games again, like there's a lot of good that can come out of it. I think the absolute worst case scenario is pretty damn entertaining because like man we've seen scott Snyder say some outlandish shit before and if he makes a comment about triple h having a defibrillator and triple h can't do anything about it like yeah super out of line should not get said but would it make me go yeah and like that's a level of entertainment that you just don't get a whole lot and I, I feel mean, bad for Triple H. I don't want him to make fun of him. But if he's gonna do it, if like if there's even a chance, like let it be funny. Like come on, come on. It's it's a possibility. Personally, I would rather him not show up than to cause like, a big scene like that. <laughs> um, because it, the, the Hall of Fame, like I know it's it's not a big deal. It's this is the WWE do, do saying who they value as past performers, whatever. But it's still cool. Like, yeah. it, it, it can be a big deal to these people. And, like, I would feel bad that, like, that was would overshadow literally everything else. Like, there's yeah. nothing in Vince McMahon's induction speech to The Undertaker that is probably going to make me cry that is going to, you know, survive a Scott Steiner going off the rails. <laughs> so, like, to me personally, I would, I'm hoping for he's there He's gracious. He's great. We get that Legends contract. You get your action figures. We get the video game appearances. Um, or like I like I said, I would prefer he just you know he's like I know I will get into a fight. So Rick can accept on behalf of the Steiner brothers. I will allow you to use my name in that purpose. Like hell, maybe even let him just sign a Legends deal off of that. But he just doesn't want to be around any of them. Yeah, and then you know can do shoot interviews all he wants to to talk shit until you know they revoke the contract for the things he says on there as but, long as like, i get two action figures out of it i'm cool <laughs> so but yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very entertaining either way because there is because even if he does give like a really nice speech like acceptance speech he's gonna call somebody fat and like i'm here for it like but even but even outside of that like even if he doesn't even if he like surprises everybody and it's just like somewhat you know he has a writer he follows everything and it's like but still there's that what if like when's it gonna drop yeah and then it, when it doesn't we can just be like oh okay well that was awesome yay good for him yeah um but that do you is... want him to say where's my fucking mic i wanted to say that too like, I, Asa, like, I do, 
I get that the Hall of Fame means something, but I'm also just down to be entertained. And, like, I didn't like the last time something off the rails happens. Bret Hart didn't deserve to get tackled. This is one that I feel like can happen and nothing that bad can happen from it just some like outlandish tv yeah like i i don't know maybe it's maybe it's just like i'm growing soft as i get older but it's like i don't i find myself being entertained at other people's expense a lot less and so i'm still in my 20s i'm still in my 20s I mean, for one yeah, more ho- but... for one more Hall of Fame, <laughs> and they your... picked they picked a going out party for Dalton. <laughs> oh my God! Well, speaking of the Hall of Fame and someone who one hundred percent deserves to be in, and also part of the reason I don't want Scott Steiner to steal the st- the spotlight is Shad Gaspard is receiving the Warrior Award. He obviously you know is well known that he very tragically yet heroically gave his life to save his son from drowning uh, they were trapped in a very very strong current out in the ocean and when lifeguards got to them he insisted that they save his son before they could get to him he got swept away and ended up uh, drowning so this is someone who i know going past what the warrior ward was originally intended to be this is like how can you deny the the final act of giving your life for your child yeah like that absolutely deserves to be honored that absolutely deserves to be immortalized and i do think that i still stand by me saying that i think that this the award should just be renamed yeah like it it should this should be the shed gaspard award going forward because like i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick i'm not trying to like go too far with it but like hearing michael cole on smackdown say that the bravery that shad showed matched the bravery and compassion of the ultimate warrior who was a bigot and a homophobe and, and said the, some really trash shit and, and like it's just and like no take that away from it like take and like that's a lot but if you break it down to like the bare essentials like take away the bigotry which is like we should never do but if you just bare bones it the bravery that shad gaspard showed Saving his son in a, the final act of his fucking life is comparable to someone who was a professional wrestler. Yeah, it, that, it, the whole thing was bad. The whole no, thing yeah, was yeah, bad. and it's one of those like when you add the things that you're adding to it, way worse. But when you break it down to just its main components, it's super tone deaf. Because like, yeah, and I get why they will not do it. Um, I'm, I'm on your side with this, by the way. I think it would be more meaningful if they just named it the Shad Gaspard Award because Shad, for everything that we've ever heard about him, even pre-death, uh, like, was never a dick. Like, he was the one that, like, he was always, I've never heard a bad story about him. The video that went viral of him and MVP watching Kofi, Kofi. win the title at WrestleMania. And MVP talking about how he did not want Shad to share that originally. And then once he saw the reaction to it, he was like, nope, Shad was right. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's, and, and even so, the person who like posted the clip of it on Twitter even like was like, you can hear in Michael Cole's voice that he does not want to say this. Yeah. And that's kind of the, I mean, I am very happy that Shad Gaspard is going into the Hall of Fame. Um, 
I understand why it's under the Warrior Award. I understand why the Warrior Award will always be the Warrior Award. Because mm-hmm. it sounds good. The trophy is grandiose. It is becoming of a Hall of Fame thing. Like, it has its spot. But when you give it to somebody... It's the same thing with, like... Fuck, if they would have named it the Connor Award... Because mm-hmm. he was the first inductee. I would have never had a single problem with it. No. Um, and not just because, like, it's a kid that passed away tragically too young, but, like, you you named an award over bravery, courage, and perseverance over somebody that left your company more than once under shitty terms, and, like, in between that and finding uh, his way back, uh, and then died unexpectedly, um, said some really hateful and not becoming shit of what he is now being seen as mm-hmm. i have i have ultimate warrior action figures i don't idolize that man because uh queer and don't make the world work isn't something that anybody i idolize is gonna say right um and you can't unsay it like yeah it's a very good he had a very and this is gonna sound like crass so just kind of stick with me he had a very storybook death that really paints him in a way better light than he truly deserves. Because he signed a deal with WWE to use his likeness again, had a really good Hall of Fame speech, had a really good Monday Night Raw speech, and then died. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just enough time to apologize to Hogan and uh, Jake Roberts before he did some stupid shit again. And since he wasn't able to do said stupid shit, not saying he was going to do stupid shit, but I'm basing it off of literally everything else he ever did. We didn't get to see what stupid shit was to get him kicked out of the company again. So therefore we can idolize him because he was on good terms when he passed. Whereas if you rename it the shadow Ward, he was not somebody that was with the company anymore, but he is literally somebody that gave his life for his family mm-hmm. protecting others. And like, I get why they'll never do it because the Warrior Award will always sound good, but man, it's a real bummer. Well, like even I'm, if they even like not to completely, even if they don't want to rename the Warrior Award, if they want to keep the Warrior Award, I would pitch you have the Warrior Award every year, but con- revert that to what he originally intended it. Because I'll yeah. give credit where it's due. The idea of the Warrior Award is a great idea. And I think backstage people, the, it's for the backstage people that don't get the recognition that they deserve because we, we don't know their names. We don't know who they are. We don't know the work they do, but the show would not be the show without them. Revert that, revert the warrior award to what he originally intended. Cause again, it's a great idea. And I think those people absolutely deserve to be recognized and then add the Shad Gaspard hero award and do that for the people who have been receiving the warrior award the last few years. Yeah. You know, do that as the social media outreach type of, you know, absolute strength in or in in just crushing odds, things like that. I and think that would be a decent, like, middle, middle ground. And you wouldn't have to do it every year. Because, like, I'm not saying that some of the Warrior Awards felt forced, but... They felt a little PR-y. Yeah, whereas you can then use the Shad Gaspard Award for that, but actually have it for its intended purpose. Yeah. And, and it's it's possible. To, but like, that being said, that. that being said, super happy that Shad is being honored at the Hall of Fame. Yes. Like, that's Absolutely. the important thing. We have gripes, but at the end of the day, I couldn't be happier that he's getting acknowledgement at the Hall of Fame. 
no yeah and it's and it's so well deserved and i'm really i don't know what the contract stuff looks like because wwe and impact famously made the christian cage excuse me rick flair deal for the hall Mm -hmm. of fame jtg's with the nwa right now so like he's got to be the one to induct him right or at least he has to be there yeah so but i don't know how that works with nwa contracts or anything like that but either way it it will be very very nice it will be very very emotional that is another moment that i'm probably going to cry when i watch oh that's gonna be a rough one yeah, I'm pro- like I ha- I'm gonna have to talk myself out of watching the replay because I have to work on Saturday, so I'm gonna have to talk myself out of watching that while at work because I don't need to explain to my coworker like why I'm just openly weeping. Yeah, ten feet from her. But Hall of Fame is after Saturday. It's a usually a usually a very entertaining. If you know some of the speeches run long, but the fact that there's only this is such a small class. There's five. There's five. Yeah, it so should this, be quick. So this should move. This will probably move. I would think within two hours. You would. You would have to think it would. It would be within two because I yeah. can't imagine like Vince is going to talk for like fifteen minutes. Taker's speech is probably going to be closer to thirty. Um, potentially. I mean, it, it might be more truncated than that. More. More brief. But who knows? Only we'll. We'll find out Friday. And then also on Friday night, going up against Rampage, AEW Rampage, and SmackDown is ROH uh, Supercard of Honor 2022. This is the first pay-per-view under the Tony Khan ownership. It is the first pay-per-view ROH has done since... No, it's the second since announcing that they will... They were releasing people from their contracts and we're going on taking that hiatus because final battle uh it's the first it's the first pay-per-view after final battle that was in december so uh looking at this card i don't know if you've been paying much attention to it but like this is a stacked card running through it real quick the roh world television championship will be defended as champion Rhett titus defends against minoru suzuki Minoru Suzuki's having Ooh. a match. I'm on board. Gimme. Give Gimme give all that. Uh Tully Blanchard is going to be revealing a new client. Uh this is after being fi- fired by FTR, who will also be there on AEW television, but he will be debuting a new client as they mystery person takes on Ninja Mac. The ROH Pure Championship will be defended as champion Josh Woods defends against Wheeler Yuta. I am very, very excited for this match because one, Wheeler Yuta is awesome. And I like the story that is currently being told in AEW with him, like trying to kind of prove himself to Blackpool combat club with, uh, against Regal and Mox and Danielson. Yeah. So him winning the title here, or, you know, maybe just coming up short, like, could we see one of, regal moxley or danielson here at this event like i i could 100 percent see regal just like coming out in the middle of the match and just like sitting with uh coleman and Riccaboni on commentary i think that would be very very cool uh jay lethal goes one-on-one against lee moriarty that's Dalton, gonna be fun that's gonna be a ton of fun as well uh you should be very excited for this match because alex zane is taking on swerve strickland oh that match will be fun. Alex Zane, I think, is just like he's 
minutes away from blowing up. It's it's just a matter of time. And I'm not just saying that because he might love Taco Bell as much as I do. He's just super in super talented. The ROH World Tag Team Championships will be defended as champions the Briscoe Brothers defend against FTR. We are finally getting this match after the tease at Final Battle. And and then the tease at GCW, the world. Yeah, the, the ton of the, the multitude of online interactions between the two, the promos cut, the tweets sent. And this is going to be a really, really good match. I don't see how it couldn't be like unless it's just an instance of like they have no chemistry together. But I feel like we've already seen that they have chemistry together. Yeah. And it's really hard for FTR or the Briscoes to have a bad match like yeah. with another tag team. As long as they are competent working together as a team, the Briscoes can take care of them or vice versa yeah exactly the roh women's world champion we will name a interim roh women's world champion uh diana perrazzo is the current roh women's champion but she is booked on impact multiverse of matches that same night so she is unable to attend the event so they are going to name a interim champion until a unified champion can be determined and that match is between Mercedes Martinez and Willow Nightingale. That is a cool match. Like Super that is cool a good. Match. That's that is a two really good picks. And it's it's one of those where it's like Mercedes Martinez is someone who I think deserves her flowers, and this would be a good way of doing that. But I'm also a really big fan of Willow Nightingale, and yeah. she's someone that like a, a win at this platform would be huge for her. So this is one that I want to watch, but like, I don't, I don't want either of them to win because that would mean the other one has to lose. Yeah. Like, can they split the belt? Do like the, uh. Lay Cool. Lay Cool. Yeah. Why couldn't I think of their name? Do like Lay Cool, just like split it in half. And then the main event, uh, in a winner takes all world championship match. Not the first time we're going to say that phrase tonight. Uh, the ROH world champion will be unified as champion Jonathan Grisham takes on champion Bandito. Winner take all. Um, I'll take matches that will fuck Alex for 500. You almost made me spit on my computer. I know, I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. I know it's audio, no one would have seen it, but I wanted it. I and I would have ruined close. my computer and probably microphone. It's fine. It's like, I'll do the rest of the show solo. <laughs> just like, nope, send me the whatever audio you can salvage, and we will go from there. Uh, Gresham versus Bandito, holy crap. This yeah, is that's going to be, be a, cool. That is, that's, it's a miss. It's, I, Bandito's high-flying, Gresham's just unparalleled technical ability at this point. And again, this is this is a match that doesn't have a bad winner. Like, they're, either one of these guys yeah. could 100%. I do think it's going to be Gresham personally but i could see it going either way and that like that is a card like that isn't that's the kind of card that like whenever we went to wrestlemania with jason and sarge and we were like okay do we want to see roh or do we want to go to nxt and it's like no this is the kind of card that's going to be like yeah no we're going to roh but they are not going up against nxt because nxt stand and deliver 2022 is actually not on friday it is going to be on Saturday, the same day as night one of WrestleMania. Because NXT Stand and Deliver is going to begin at 1 Eastern, noon Central. So we really got to get that ring up early, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 
that show starts when I'm off of work for yeah. tomorrow. So I wish they were in a better spot, but I guess this is just part of the the two night WrestleMania. It's almost conundrum. like it's almost like they've painted themselves into a corner. A little bit, and uh, but honestly, like with the de-emphasis of NXT moving from black and gold to 2.0, I'm almost a little surprised they're even doing a special at all. Yeah. With, I mean, it's WrestleMania weekend. Of course they're going to do as much as they can, but like, I don't know. It doesn't feel as, this one doesn't feel as important. And I can't really give you a solid answer as to why. It's because I don't think there's anybody that truly makes me care about NXT 2.0 right now. Not saying there isn't amazing talents or there's good things going on, but when you look at like NXT takeovers whenever uh like whenever we had to choose between uh Takeover New Orleans and uh Supercard, there was like legitimate matches that I wanted to see. Yeah. Uh because they had they like it was a better show Three years ago, three, uh, four years ago, we went in 2018. Hell, it was a better show two years ago, a better show one year ago. It was really this 2.0 change and like just the total de-emphasis and losing the people that really made NXT mean something. Um, there was a time in NXT where I felt like it was in a lull and I want to say it was the Kevin Owens to Finn Balor championship runs. Um, where it was like, man, they really are kind of relying on like two people to carry that whole brand. But that was back in the only network and Hulu days. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like once, uh, post Bobby Roode losing the belt, NXT kind of just got to where it needed to be and stayed there and would peak in Valley a lot. Um, but always high peak in Valley. It was never a low peak in Valley. It was always an entertaining show. Uh, we got the whole Johnny Gargano, uh, bald fucker Ciampa feud for like a year and a half and NXT was killing it. And it was like, yeah, I want to go see the undisputed era in a war games match. Like they gave me things I wanted to see. And now like they did a war games, not even that long ago. And I can't tell you who was in it. Ciampa was in it. It was the NXT. It was black and gold versus. 2. Oh, it 0. was that. It was yeah. that one. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, because it was, it was Von Waller. Wagner. Or no, no, it was L.A. Knight was the one where we were like, how did he get in the black and gold category? Yeah, because it was uh, Grayson Waller, uh, Tony D'Angelo, Braun Breaker, and Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Carmelo Hayes against L.A. Knight, Champa, Gargano? Possibly. It was Gargano, and because it was his first, it, that was his first. War Games? Uh, his first War Games, yeah. And the and who oh who was the fourth in that? Was it Kyle? No, Kyle because it was Kyle and Von Wagner in the tag team. Oh, match that's right. Yeah, yeah, against Imperium. Wow, I can't believe I don't remember who was the exactly. Fourth Here is my point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hope the card is good. Uh, Cameron Grimes is fun. I'll talk about him in a little bit if we get to playing with ourselves. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm ha I mean, cool, they're doing a show. Uh yeah. There it is. There's my 
I don't know if we're doing match by match, but it's happening. No, yeah, we are. Um, oh, okay, cool. So, but yeah, this is, so this is, it's just, we got here because we were talking about the kind of disconnect between NXT and the main roster at this point, plus between the Hall of Fame going on after SmackDown and then WrestleMania now being two nights, because used to, it was just, you know, throw it up Friday. on Saturday. Or and sat- the- yeah, Saturday into Sunday, yeah. And I'm trying to think of what they did for NXT the last couple years, because this isn't, the, it's not like this is the first year that WrestleMania has been two nights, but it doesn't matter. Going on to the actual card, uh, LA Knight versus Gunther. And this, I know you're not a, you're not a huge fan of NXT anymore. Like you've fallen off. I'm very excited for this match, but the build for it has felt a little rushed to me. Like it kind of felt like it, it came out of nowhere. Like I'm wondering if they had plans for like gunther to have a different match and then something changed Mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm like i said i'm just kind of basing that on feeling not knowing anything uh in what is potentially almost like their champ is almost all but like officially said it his last match in nxt is uh champa versus tony d'angelo d'angelo challenged him saying he wanted to be the guy on NXT and to do that, he had to put down Champa Champa having the chair that had his, uh, debut date to April 4th, 2022 on it, like a kind of like a, a headstone. So that will be, I think that'll be good. Cause like, I don't like the Tony D'Angelo character. I think it's kind of dumb, but I think he's solid mm-hmm. and Champa's Champa. Yeah. Like he, I, I could have a gr- good to great match with Champa. There is, I'm trying to do like the non-title matches first, but I think that is the only non-title, those are the only non-title matches, yeah. Um, There is a triple threat tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, The champions Imperium, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Barthel defending against the Creed Brothers, uh, representing Diamond Mine, and MSK, Nash Carter, and Wes Lee. Again, this is a this is going to be a good match. The the Creed brothers very quickly grew on me, and it might just be because they're aligned with Malcolm Bivens, and you put Mike Malcolm Biv, Malcolm Bivens with anybody, and I will like them more just automatically. But yeah, also he... I think I think they're good. I think they are good. Uh, the NXT North American Championship will be defended in a fatal five way ladder match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes defending against Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. And that match is going to be insanity. It's going to be a million miles an hour. It's going to be a spot fest, and I'm probably going to love every second of it. That'll be the one match that I know for a fact I will stop and actually, like, I'll sit down and watch Mm -hmm. from this. Really? Not even uh, LA Knight Gunther? Nah. I've never been a big... LA Knight fan. Yeah, but you like Gunther. Uh, I like Walter. Oh my god. Well, great news, Dalton. It's the same guy. Nope. <laughs> it's really not. It's 100%. Oh my god. We're not, I, mm. Why, what is it about this week that you just make me want to hit you? Uh, I stole twice. See. That's what it is. Nope, nope. It's not that. Uh, where was the, uh, the tag team match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship Champions Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, defending against Reunited and It Feels So Good, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, and 
I'm kind of okay with the Dusty Classic Women's Tag Tournament essentially just being a prolonged way of turning Dakota Kai face. Yeah. Again, after turning on Raquel Gonzalez, because we haven't seen Gonzalez in a while, and Dakota Kai goes after the uh, Women's Champions Toxic Attraction, Raquel comes out for the save, and they reunite and challenge for the titles. Because the actual winners of the Dusty Classic this year did not go decide to go after the tag team championships. Instead, the winners, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, decided that they both wanted to challenge for the NXT Women's Champion Championship. So the champion, Mandy Rose, is defending against Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, and as well as Cora Jade in a fatal four-way match. Uh, Cora Jade was already kind of in that spot to be challenging Mandy Rose. They have been feuding since, like, before War Games at this point. Yeah. And so now she was going to get her match and then Shirai and Kaylee Ray inserted themselves in that by cashing in the Dusty Classic. And then the main event is going to be a singles match for the NXT Championship as champion Dolph Ziggler defends against Braun Breaker. And I know a lot of people think that this is a obvious outcome. I am not convinced. I genuinely think there is a very very good chance that Dolph Ziggler retains because Braun Breaker goes up to the main roster yeah I, I that I that is more believable uh, that is more believable to me honestly at this point you think that's more likely than Braun than him like, winning again him yeah Braun's Wrestlemania weekend coronation to lead NXT into the future honestly after all the reports that we were getting this morning about Cody and all that shit I'm like, fuck, they may just be like, hey, you're facing Seth Rollins. (laughs) Like, and I'm not even being cute. Like, if it happens, I want you to text me. Like, to be like, well, there's your one. Um, Because that's like the (laughs) one first really stupid thing I've said, like in a while about wrestling. But um, yeah, no, I think Ziggler's winning it. Uh, Mainly because... No, I think, I think, yeah, I just think Ziggler's winning it. I could see it going either way. Like, I I think, and I also think this will be a good match because I think Braun Breaker is, like, for for as limited amount of time he's been on television, I think he's done a really good job. Yeah. But I also would, like, I think I would prefer him to stay in NXT for a little while, like, because I think he could use some fine-tuning. But that said, oh, excuse me, I've got the hiccups now. That said, I think that him on the main event, him on the main roster is a little scary just with how we've seen people that that start stop. You know, what what are they going to do with them long term that that would be concerning if I if I was him. So, yeah, because I don't want to see him get released because of budget cuts in six months after wrestling four times on main event. Also, speaking of main event, I did not know this. Did you know that Veer who, has been wrestling on main event? Yeah. No, that wasn't what I was going with at all, because obviously oh. he's been wrestling on main event. If you, if you pay attention, uh, and he's going to be debuting on the, the Monday after WrestleMania, allegedly. Do you know the movie, the million dollar arm? Yeah. That's Did you him. know that's based on him? Yeah. He's a baseball player. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. That, that I'm not even cool. doing a bit. Yeah, no, I knew that. No. Cause like I, that made its way around Twitter and, uh, read it a couple days ago or over the last few days and it was just like 
I had no idea what that was him. Like, for them to, like, that seems like an obvious, like, no, look who we have. Look who's wrestling for us now. Again, and instead, uh, look Sean, who's been coming since October. Uh, again, former Pro Bowl linebacker in, like, 08, wanted to wrestle. And who, very, Sean Merriman. And Vince was like, we got to change your name. Why the f- would you change his name? No, that doesn't like first. Oh, yeah. First, I first I knew that I did know that about Veer. Second, not shocked. Even a little bit. That's fair. Um, In fairness to me, though, even if they used his like baseball name, like his real name, I still would have had no idea. I would have had no idea. Um, It does make the they need to just quit screwing around with because he's he's beaten a bunch of people on main event and he's used a different move to do it like every time it seems like mm-hmm. uh but his baseball wind up lariat yeah how is that not just the obvious answer and just call it the million dollar arm like because it's the obvious answer asa you're i hate that you're not entirely wrong yeah um that is nxt stand and deliver overall i think it's a solid card i and it's one of those like it's kind of sad to me that I've come to expect NXT to pleasantly surprise me than to blow me away like it used to. So I think this is one that'll be, I think the ladder match is going to be great. I think uh, the tag match is probably going to be fantastic. The, the triple threat tag match for the NXT tag championships. Yeah. I think the women's four way is going to be really solid. Um, and then like LA Knight Gunther, is going to be good given who's involved there. Dolph yeah. Ziggler, Braun Breaker, I think could deliver really well, but there's nothing other than the ta- the ladder match. There's nothing really that's like, Oh, I have to see this. Whereas we're used to NXT being like a list of matches that like a whole card of, Oh, I need to see this. Yeah. And before we get to WrestleMania, before we get to the WrestleMania, two nights of main events, because apparently every match is a main event now. Let's talk about what's going on on SmackDown this week, because there's not enough room on two nights of WrestleMania to do the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That will be on SmackDown this week. And the Intercontinental Championship is going to be defended on SmackDown, not on WrestleMania, not on WrestleMania. Oh, also the United States Championship will not be defended uh, because Finn Balor, the United States Champion, is in the armbar, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Not even shocked. Not even and a little shocked. Something that I saw that really kind of ticks me off more than it has any right to. Uh, now that rest- unless something changes last minute and something gets added, it will now mark a full calendar year. Since the last time the Intercontinental Championship was defended on pay-per-view. Last WrestleMania is the last time the Intercontinental Championship was defended on pay-per-view. Yep. And we've had a handful of WWE or Intercontinental Champions since then. Yeah. So. Gotta love WWE. Cool. So yeah. So there, if you're, if you're wanting to watch WrestleMania and you're wondering, where's the arm bar? It's, it's, it was last night. It was on SmackDown. So, but that said, night one so far, card subject to change. We don't know where anything is going to land, but we do know that these will be taking place. Um, There are reports that the final match and the main event are not going to be the same because the main event is going to be Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. But the final segment of WrestleMania will be the KO show 
where Kevin Owens has special guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, they've really made me not like WrestleMania. What a fuck you to Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Also, in like... God damn it, I hate that I... Like, I'm, I don't hate that I'm this person, but I hate that I have to say this. Like, I hate that this is something I have to say. I really hate that WrestleMania isn't ending with a wrestling match. Yeah. Like... No, I get... And it's like, literally called WrestleMania. There's, there's there's a difference between like WrestleMania um, 17, where after the main event, uh, McMahon comes out, or like McMahon and Austin shake hands, and like yeah, it didn't end with a pinfall, but there was that it was coming off a wrestling match where this is match done, new segment, and the segment which will have Stone Cold stunning Owens. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, it better fucking not turn into a three minute or a two minute match. Cause if you want to hear, like, fortunately I will be in Charleston, so <laughs> I won't even have to watch it. I will hear about it and be like, well, man, I'm happy I got to work on my college work on Sunday and literally fucking nothing else. Cause I just won't tune in tonight too. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll read the shit. Um, I'm still real mad about everything. I, I feel really bad for Charlotte and Rousey. Fuck off. I feel really bad for Charlotte and Rousey who like Charlotte Flair for all the bullshit that like is around her as a whole of the character is an amazing talent in ring. And I think truly does deserve like a WrestleMania main event. That is a one-on-one match. Um, and I can say that now cause there's two fucking nights of WrestleMania every year. Um, I just, it's so dumb. Do you remember last year when they let Bianca and Sasha have the first night main event? And mm-hmm. they had probably the best match that entire weekend for WWE. And this, like, in the main event Saturday night, to follow up that amazing main event is going to be a segment. Yes, I am very aware that Stone Cold Steve Austin is involved. That being said, Stone Cold ain't going to be around come Monday. I mean, he might be. But, like... The the month the the following week he isn't. Let two of the people that wrestle on your show main event at least one of them. Let Charlotte main event. God damn it, God damn it. And there's also been like there's a whole lot of like every match is a main event because like in the video where Vince McMahon talked about Seth Rollins like you're gonna have your main event match. You it's deserve also, your main event match. And that's and that goes back and uh, this is a weird pull that neither of us have said in a while. But that fucking CM Punk podcast from like eight years ago. Well, uh, you had a main event with Taker. You wrestled Taker. Yeah, but it wasn't the last match. (laughs) And CM Punk even said, "We all know what main event means." Mm -hmm. You can't tell me there's five main events on a ten match card. There's one main event at the end of the night. Yeah. Well, now there's two nights, so. Again, changed. <laughs> again, man, that CM Punk promo. You can be, you can main event night two of a buy one get two yep. free extravaganza. So yeah, I, uh, I also feel bad. I also feel bad for Charlotte and Rousey. Um, even though even... like this, this feud doesn't. I like I this feud does nothing for me. I am not no. looking forward to this match. I think Charlotte Flair is undoubtedly one of the best professional wrestlers going today. And then she's up against Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And and I I've I've been pretty vocal about my dislike of her as a in-ring competitor. Like I get the appeal, I get the attraction side of things, but to me she just does not deliver. And 
if anyone can drag a good match out of her, it's going to be Charlotte Flair, but I'm not, like, it's hard for me to root for anybody because Charlotte Flair is the heel, and I just do not buy Ronda Rousey as a, a face at all, so... And it, and like and like you said, it's it's a shame. It's a disservice to them to know that like the final match then is going to lead into a segment. WrestleMania is not supposed to feel like Monday Night Raw. Like it's supposed to be special. It's supposed to be different. And instead, it's it is going to just feel like a Monday Night Raw on a Saturday. But other matches, uh, we we spoke on this just a little bit. Uh, as Seth Rollins does have a match, it will be on night one. As Seth freaking Rollins challenges. To be determined. Vince McMahon. Mr. McMahon announced that he will announce the the uh, his, Rollins opponent that night when Rollins is in the ring. So there there's something to be said about like and I'm in my head. That means Vince McMahon is actually going to come out onto the stage and do the introduction for supposedly Cody Rhodes. And I think there's something just like weird about that that yeah. i am excited to actually like watch that happen yeah because like to see vince mcmahon you know champion and promote and introduce a returning cody rhodes like that's yeah. gonna feel weird it's gonna yeah. feel weird and i'm excited to feel those emotions when i watch it adrenaline in my soul he loves wwe now cody rhodes yeah you try uh, no no it's there because that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be a super pro wwe cody rhodes now um, if it's him, man, how great of a fuck you would it be if it wasn't though? Like it has to be it. Like, I need you to know that it has to be for WWE sake. It needs to be because they have leaned so hard into this without doing it that like anything other than God himself coming out is going <laughs> to be underwhelming. Yeah. Beer uh, will be there. He makes his Monday Night Raw debut on Monday. But he debuts at WrestleMania. Exactly. God dang. I just, I, man. Co Seth Rollins tweeting today, like, all of the, like, granted, one of them was Marco, which was the funniest one. But, like, him tweeting out, like, possible opponents like Rob Van Dam and Scott Steiner. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm on board. Because, and there is just enough, like, to me... It is 100% going to be Cody Rhodes. There's no chance it's anybody else. But there's that weird little gnawing voice in the back of my head that's like, but what if it's not? What if it's someone else? What if it's someone else? What if they don't pull that trigger and they give just someone? Also, I kind of feel like they might do something at, like they did at, was it WrestleMania 34? When Cena wanted the match with Undertaker and kept getting denied until he storms the ring. Yeah, that was then, what we were at. And then Elias came out initially. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like, are they, are we going to get something like that? Like, is Tazawa going to come out for the 24-7 championship or something weird? You know, I think, I think there could be a lot of shenanigans involved, and I feel like it will be very sports entertaining. Yeah, like, more than in likely, the worst, yeah. Like, lowest common denominator sense. Uh, apparently, this match has been made official according to... Uh, Wikipedia, but I don't know for sure. The New Day, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston taking on sh the team of Sheamus and Ridge Holland uh, with Butch in their corner. Mm -hmm. It's it's a New Day match. I'm going to be excited for it. It'll be good, uh, yeah. With their, with their stuff with the bar, like Sheamus clearly works great with every member of the New Day. 
Yeah. And, you know, you got to think this is going to be a, a feel good win for New Day following what happened with Big E. Uh, I also have to say that I am very excited for what the new game, what the new day are going to wear gear wise. Oh yeah. Cause they, they do go all out for mania. The, the new day gear is going to be, and I know what I said. I apologize. I tried mash together day and gear and it came out weird. So my bad, but I, I, I'm dying to know. I want to know what it's going to be. I want to see him like burst out of a blister pack as like action figures. We got him. Prizes in a toy box, like give me the give me the WWE Elite, like breaking out of the the packaging. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be defended as the Usos, uh, champions the Usos, defend against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs, and I kind of want the Usos to retain. Oh, I definitely I, want the Usos to retain. I definitely want the Usos to retain because I kind of want Nakamura and Boogs to go their separate ways. <laughs> I think it's I think the act has been fun. But, like, Nakamura's IC title run was a total flop. It it was a total disappointment. And I miss... I don't know. I just... The Boog stuff is fun. But, like, I don't know. It's There's just something weird about it not clicking. And I think Nakamura could be doing a whole lot more. Yeah. Like, why has he not challenged Roman for the title yet? Like... Yeah. Because that's a match that I want to see. But this will be, I think this will be a very, very great match because the Usos are great and Nakamura is great. Boogs is solid. Like, I don't have, it's not like I have a problem with Boogs specifically. It's just the act is weird. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. I think this is where we're going to get the Madcap Moss turn. He's going to cost Corbin the match. Um, McIntyre and Corbin have worked together a ton before. I think they have good chemistry. I yeah. am a big fan of both of them. It's just this story has been going on so long with not a whole lot of progress mm-hmm. going on. Aside from now, we're slowly starting to see like Moss annoy Corbin in the last few weeks. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, there hasn't been like any, you know, there's no real stakes or, or meat to it aside from they initially injured McIntyre, but he wasn't even out that long. Like he came back super quick. The one, uh, the first of several, I guess, oh, wow, they really are stacking the celebrity involvement at night, too. Uh, a tag team match as Ray and Dominic Mysterio take on The Miz and Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> eh. Oh, I thought of, uh, I saw some someone else that was mentioned as Seth Rollins' possible opponent. And I would genuinely be thrilled if it was Bad Bunny. That would be good. Like, I feel like that would be a fantastic match. Yeah. But, uh, so The Miz and Logan Paul against the Mysterios. Logan Paul is athletic and charismatic enough that I feel like he could do really good, but I have not been super blown away with what he's done so far. Yeah. Like, on television. But My the- thing of it is, is I just, and this isn't for me. This match is not for me. Right. I get it. We have a finite amount of Rey Mysterio matches left for WrestleManias. Is this really how we want to use them? The answer is obviously yes, that's how they want to use them, and it's totally their right, but it's one of those where I'm like, I don't see the gain for WWE minus the views that they are going to get for that YouTube clip. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I will say... We have gotten, 
I think that this is kind of like step one or two of establishing Dominic. Because, so the Miz stole Mysterio's mask. They stole it back. But part of it was Mysterio talking about how Dominic has to earn the mask. Like, that's why he doesn't wear a mask. Because he hasn't earned he hasn't earned the the right to do a, to wear a mask yeah so i'm wondering if like after wrestlemania does it is this where he earns it is this where he starts his journey to earn it personally i would love for the mysterios to win and ray like go ray and dominic go down to nxt and let dominic you know work his way through nxt and then when he debuts uh, get re-debuts on the main roster he's in the he's in the mask he's in the full like the torch has been passed yeah Rey Mysterio cool. Jr. Jr. I hate I don't I hate the idea of this like sinking feeling in my stomach that Dominic is going to turn on Ray. yeah and, and join up with the Miz and, and Logan Paul and, and I don't want that at all but because I don't want to see Ray and Dominic actually like feud I would be fine with them having matches I don't want them to like feud because like if you're going to do that mask story that way it would be really cool for a year of him going on the journey to earn it to where WrestleMania four. Are we on 39? This is 38. I thought balls. Cause like it would have been cool for WrestleMania 40 for it to be Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio for the mask. Because then you could do Ray unmasking and that be his final match. But whenever I say I want that to be his final match, I mean, that's fucking Rey Mysterio's final match. Mm hmm. And then Dominic getting the mask. Like, that would be... That would be very poetic in a lot of ways. And something that I would want. So I know it's not going to happen. I... The not only a, thing, not a the, blood feud. Not no, no, a no, no, blood I know, feud. I know, I know what you mean. And, and it's not that I disagree. It's just, in my head, I don't want Dominic to just wear Ray's mask. Like, I want him to get a new mask, a new look. I don't think we... Like, I get the appeal of him wearing, a, you know essentially the same design as Rey Mysterio's mask, but I would like, I think it would be neat for him to have something of his own. I think he would look really good in the French Batman style mask, Night Runner. I'm going to send you a a picture of it. Keep talking. But now that I was going to say, I'm going to need you to, Um, because I'm not familiar enough with Batman Incorporated to know what Night Runner looks like off the top of my head. And I know that is probably disappointing to a lot of people to hear that. Me specifically. (laughs) <laughs> and then the last match of night one to talk about and the match that i am mo- the actual match itself that i am most looking forward to because like seth rollins versus potentially cody rhodes i'm more excited about the reveal and how that's handled than the match itself i think the match will be really good if it is rollins versus rhodes but like I am looking forward to this match the most, and that is the Raw Women's Championship to be defended as champion Becky Lynch defends against Bianca Belair. Dear God, please let this be the match we should have gotten at SummerSlam, where Becky was embarrassed, or where Bianca was embarrassed in like three seconds, immediately lost her title, and let this be Bianca Belair's night to win the championship and celebrate in a way that she truly deserves it. Yeah. Because, dear lord, this feud has been really good. The cutting of Lynch's hair on Monday, I really enjoyed that. I don't want this to go into a full-blown, like, hair versus hair. I don't want to see them even, like, I don't want to see them cut off Bianca Belair's braid at all. Mm -mm. I just want this to be a Belair whoops that ass. Yeah. And just gets it, so... 
uh, you have sent me the image of... So, basically, not the Bat logo, obviously, but I like that Dominic wears the shirt, so I kind of want the mask to be, like, into the shirt. That would suck for him. But <laughs> That would basically be, a gre- like, one of those green man suits. Yeah, but, like, you... And you can give him face cutouts, but I'm like, that would be dope. It would suck for him. I... He probably would never agree to it, but I think that'd be cool. Anyway, as, we can keep going. That's, that's as just... He sh- as he shouldn't. Um... So that is night one of WrestleMania. We're not doing we're not doing full blown predictions. Like we're not doing no no no, sir. Um, just because I know Dalton doesn't care that much, and also like at this point we're too late into the show to start that. Yeah. But, and also it's it, like I mean that can be fun to do. Maybe we'll do something on like Twitter, you know, tomorrow or something like that. So hey, if you're not following us at Nerdiest Park, keep an eye on that. And maybe we'll post something. Um, and then but that is night one. Dalton, is there anything night one that stands out to you as like can't miss? Charlotte versus Ronda. Really? Yeah. That is surprising to me. I think Charlotte's going to have a chip on her shoulder. That's like, I, th- I think she's going to wrestle like she's not in her body. <laughs> like, she's borrowing the one that she's currently in. And she doesn't care what happens to it? Yeah, she's like, this is a rental car. <laughs> and, and we took out the extra insurance. Yeah. Night two of WrestleMania twice in a lifetime that popped in my head and like just immediately started to annoy me i don't know why i don't know where that came from it's because they because this two night of wrestlemania thing worked one time and they're like wait we can do two nights of this and then it hasn't worked like it will See, like let's go we'll, we'll circle back to that let's let's go through the matches for night two night two first match listed is a fatal four-way tag team match for the wwe women's tag team championship as Queen Zelina and Carmella defend against the teams of Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Uh, as long as it's Sasha and Naomi, or Ripley and Morgan, I will be mm-hmm. happy. That's fair. I it would be cool for Natalia and Shayna. Like it's not like I have anything against them. That was just a team that kind of got thrown together. Which so is Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. But I like Ripley and Morgan as an act more than I like Baszler and Natalia. It fits um, more. Yeah, and then Banks and Naomi, I kind of a throwback to Team Bad. Yeah. Like, I like that a lot. So, uh, an anything goes match as Johnny Knoxville takes on Sami Zayn. Um, I'm not going to lie, Dalton. If, I'm if, very excited for this. If Johnny Knoxville is throwing forearms like he did at Royal Rumble, I'm <laughs> fucking in. He's throwing those New Japan style forearms. King of like, strong style, be damned. Because I think this is going to be like a garbage match, which just like because it's anything goes. So they're gonna bust out everything in the kitchen sink, and like I fully expect there to be jackass style, like traps. Stunts. Yeah. yeah stuff like I I don't know why I'm just expecting a big box with a punch with a giant punching glove. Uh, what's the over under on Steve showing up? I think it's I think it's more likely than not. Yeah, uh, because I think the second that Johnny Knoxville told them that he was getting involved in wrestling, he received multiple phone calls and text messages like, "Make it look like it hurts. Stay make, down. Make it make look it like look, it hurts, <laughs> or else it will." Because I do think it would be kind of cool for Steve-O and Chris Pontius to actually like come out to help Knoxville and get a little bit of not revenge, but like a full redemption. circle moment. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of redemption. You want him in Party Boy gimmick? Of course. Duh. <laughs> that was, I felt like that was obvious. Um, or Wild Boys. One of the two. Either one. But no, genuinely, I'm very excited for this. I think this is going to be a ton of fun. 
Yeah. And, it, you know, it, the anything goes thing kind of helps Knoxville, but Knoxville has proven that he's all in. Uh, not a huge fan of the stuff he was doing, at, like, literally as he was doing interviews, talking about his brain damage from doing Jackass. But, you know, here we are. This is the world we're in, so may as well lean into it. Um, it's, no, never mind. <laughs> we'll just let it go. Yeah. And then, uh, not really a celebrity appearance, but kind of more of like a special attraction. Uh, Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory in a singles match. And for this... I am a lot less excited than I was for any other Pat McAfee match. Yeah. Only because, like, Pat McAfee has proven that he gives a shit. He genuinely loves pro wrestling, and he genuinely, like, will give his all in matches that he's in. Yeah. But every other match he's in, he has had a lot of protection in the form of there being a ton of other people, like in the War Games match, and also being one-on-one against Adam Cole. Yeah. who was someone else that I'm pretty sure I could have a four-star match with Adam Cole. It's also super important to note that every time, well, the War Games match, not as much, but that singles match, the him versus Adam Cole, that story, they did a lot of world building mm-hmm. to, and a lot of like really getting things over to get him to this point, to where Vince McMahon said, well, you can have a match at WrestleMania. And then, I'll pick your guy, and now you don't like your guy. You don't like the guy you're up against because you have a match against him. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Adam Cole one, there was a lot of, like, months of Adam just being, or McAfee being a little shit. Yeah. Like, there was a lot more to it. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of, like, I think, I'm going to say surprise, like, we don't think that Pat McAfee's going to show out at WrestleMania. But, like, I think this one will be the, this will be a Bad Bunny moment. Because it's been a while since Pat McAfee's had a match mm-hmm. that people may forget. And also, whenever Pat McAfee had that match, it was in the middle of COVID. And, like, not saying that people weren't watching wrestling at the time, but I think people are now officially, like, I feel like there's been enough time for people to forget about it. So now would be a good time for Pat McAfee to remind people, like, hey, here you go. Well, and I want to note the reason I'm not excited about this match isn't because of Pat McAfee. It's because of Austin Theory. Yeah. And it's not that I, you know, completely dislike Austin Theory, but I don't know if he's good enough to carry a, because he's, because as good as Pat McAfee is, mm-hmm. Theory's the one that's going to need to lead and to carry in this match. Yeah. And, and I don't know can. if he's that. He can. I'm I... sure he can, but like, I don't know. The, the. Whenever you have someone like Pat McAfee or Bad Bunny who comes in and, like, knocks it out of the park every time, but they do it so infrequently, you kind of have expectations set of, like, oh, this is going to be special. Yeah. And I just don't know if McAfee versus Theory is going to be special like we want it to be. And part of it is because the story doesn't feel great. Like, it was Vince McMahon being like, hey, I will bestow the honor upon you of having a match at WrestleMania. And Pat McAfee being like, that would be amazing. I would love that. To just like, okay, it's against Austin Theory, who's basically just been Vince's lapdog, and now you don't like each other because of that. Yeah. It's just, it's flimsy. Like you said, it was months of McAfee being a dick, to the point that he turned Adam Cole face. For one night only. (laughs) But he did it. Yeah. And it was legit. So, it was longer than one night. The Undisputed Era was face for a little bit. Uh, At the very least, tweeners. But... Uh, next up is a triple threat tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships as the champions RK Bro, Randy Orton, and uh, Riddle defend against the Street Profits 
and Alpha Academy. And I get that, like, the Street Profits have been kind of heelish in this buildup, which I dig. But holy shit, do I want Alpha Academy to win. Yeah. I love Chad Gable. I love Otis. I love the pairing. I love the stuff they've done. I was very upset when I realized that they had lost the tag team championships, uh, just like only a couple weeks after they won them initially. So, but I do, I actually like, if I had to make a pick, I would guess the street profits here. Yeah. I, th- I think this is going to be their night, like, which is weird because it's not like this is even the first time they've won the raw tag team titles. Like they've been champions on this show before. It'll just be interesting to see like how they win it if they do. Uh, the match that I am probably most looking forward to, and I will say of like night one, it's easy for me. Like it's Becky and Bianca and it's not even close. This one is night two is a lot closer for me. Um, but edge versus AJ styles. This is one where it's just like, I don't see how this could be a bad match. Yeah. Now, granted we were there live for AJ styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE championship. And it's not that that was a bad match, but it wasn't the match we both know they could have had. It's not the match that they had two years prior. Yeah. So, uh, I, but this is the match I'm most looking forward to. And uh, yeah, it's, it's that it's the main event. And then it's Knoxville versus Zane. Are the like, those are the three that I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun. Let's see. Bobby Lashley versus Omos is going to happen. <laughs> you think it'll I, be Omos's first loss? No. I think MVP turns on Lashley and aligns with Omos. I don't know. I don't, I won't go that far. I won't I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that Omos will win. I also think Omos will win. I like yeah. I I even if even if MVP doesn't turn and cost Lashley the match, I think Omos wins here. Yeah. Uh, it's great that Bobby Lashley is coming back. We thought he was going to be gone for a lot longer. Uh, it, to me, like, this isn't a very exciting matchup. Like, I'm a fan of Omos overall. Like, I think that people kind of give him too much grief for his size. Because he kind of, like, his run with AJ Styles I thought was super entertaining. But, like, the follow-up to that has been very weak. So, I think he can do more than people give him credit for. And I hope that he actually, like, gets a chance to show that on Sunday. Instead of just, like, a what could end up being just like a three minute squash or, you know, MVP distracts Lashley while he's trying to get the hurt lock on it because Omos on his knees, which he would have to be to get that hurt lock. Hurt on, lock I, think would, I think that would be a good visual, but we'll see what happens. And then the main event winner take all to unify the WWE and universal championships, WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, taking on universal champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman in his corner. I very much want Roman Reigns to win. Yeah. I am still salty as hell at the big E WWE championship run. Uh, I am salty as hell at Lesnar getting added into that five way to then pin big E to win the title um i am greatly entertained by everything brock lesnar has been doing for the last several weeks for the last several months at this point i am a fan of brock lesnar but like i don't want him to win this there he can't keep getting away with it type scenario here um 
also Roman Reigns is doing the, the work of a lifetime at this point. Like this is the run of his career to, you know, I think that there is more, I need to slow down because I'm getting ahead of myself. We have seen people beat Brock Lesnar. Not many. And especially not in this like back half of his career. Or more than half, however time works. Yeah. No one has beaten Roman Reigns as since he's come back as head of the table. Like aside uh, from Lesnar, I think is... Has he been pinned? I don't think so. I th- It's like, but so... So if Roman wins, whoever does initially beat him or who does finally beat him, that is going to be a huge moment for them. Now, again, we said this exact same conversation when Lesnar beat The Undertaker to break the streak. We're like, or in when we when we were talking about the streak, whoever beats the streak, that is going to be a rocket ship that is going to establish someone. Yeah. OK, well, OK, well, Lesnar did. It. OK, well, whoever beats Lesnar, that is going to establish someone. And then it was Reigns, and it's like, oh, uh, okay, well now, now, whoever beats Reigns. Also, I like the idea that Reigns just has this terrible grudge because he's never beaten Lesnar at, Res- at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, I think that is an interesting wrinkle to the to the story, but, like, I, th- I have been great, again, I have been greatly entertained by all things leading up to this match. Just, I need Roman to win. <laughs> Do you have any sort of preference or are you just kind of like, are you even looking forward to this match at all? I, I want Reigns to win. I know you're I, oper- you're operating on the belief that you probably won't even watch because you think the bell's going to ring during KO show, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I just made you mad again. Okay, no, but push it down. Push it down. Push it down. Feel the symbiote just thicken within your stomach. We're talking about Reigns and we're talking about Lesnar. I want Reigns to win. Lesnar doesn't need it. Reigns is still... I mean, he's in the run of a lifetime. He needs this win. He probably doesn't need to lose a match until next year. Mm-hmm. Until when he loses it to The Rock. Yeah. But let's be real. If the <laughs> fucking Stone Cold has a match God, in two days, they really ruined the perfect fucking retirement match that any wrestler will ever fucking have. He's... <laughs> They oh, may so like petty. this may like legit. They are so lucky the office is on Peacock with super fan episodes cuz like I was never an unsubscribe from the WWE network person. I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world, but they have literally gotten me to a place of like just not giving one, two, three and or four fucks about their product that if there was nothing on Peacock that I wanted to watch, I would spend my $10 elsewhere. They are so fortunate that it shares fucking air with the office. <laughs> Why the fuck would Stone Cold have a fucking match? I'm good. I'm good. No, we're, because we made it. Be- no, we got we got through two nights of WrestleMania no, in review. You asked a question. I'm going to answer your question. Because you don't Kevin need Owens to. Was mean about Texas. He said bad things about Texas. Motherfucker, we've been dunking on Texas for years. CM Punk came out with a shirt about uh be like their anti-abortion things in Texas. Mmm, go fight him. I would hate that too. By the way, it's not an AEW versus WWE thing. I think Stone Cold never needs to put on another pair of wrestling boots ever the fuck again. <laughs> um, I'm ah, uh, I feel like Zandig in that fucking CZW promo. 
Oh, I cannot wait for Saturday night because like, oh. you know we're not getting out of a CCW show before WrestleMania ends. <laughs> God, that's sad. You're it's gonna, so true. I'm going to get to see you break in real time. Um, but that is going to be it for tonight. Thank you so much if you have stuck around this long for our ROH Supercard NXT Stand and Deliver WrestleMania 38 preview. Um, we had a bunch of figure news that we will probably talk about and we'll try to talk about next week uh, from the access reveals. That'll give Dalton a little bit of time to get that information together as opposed to just like scrolling through Twitter, trying to find like what's new and what's first looks. So yeah. uh, yes, Dalton, I am giving you homework, but it's but when you, when you report on what you love, you don't work a day in your life. That's what they say. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Yep. So it's what I'm paying you the big bucks for. Anywho, Thank you all very, very much. Let me know. Let us know what you were most excited for WrestleMania weekend. Is it a show we didn't even talk about? Is it one of the collective shows? Are you going to be there? Let us know if you're there. Uh, you can get a hold of us at on Twitter at Nerdiest Part for the show. I am at the five star man with the number five. Dalton is at PZ85D Anthony. Got it right that time. And then, of course, check out our friends at the Apronwork Podcast. Check out their YouTube channel, Apronwork Podcast. Uh, check out that draft let us know who you thought had the best roster at the end of it and that is going to be it so let us know what do you think about wrestlemania is it going to be exciting is it going to be fun is it going to be cody rhodes who knows i don't know dalton do you know no you don't don't even answer that got him i got you anyway until next week thank you again so much we appreciate the hell out of you take care of yourselves take care of each other and of course watch wrestling